At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash grad school. Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show about stuff that makes you say, Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. okay. What does a brand strategist do to create media endurance? This is episode 60 of Wait, What, Really, Okay? I'm your host, Lauren Wiseman. I'm a brand precision marketing strategist and counselor, and I guess you could also say I'm a brand strategist. Today we're talking about media endurance and expanding the reach of garnering either earned media for free or additional stories to draw the interest out about your business, about you, about your project. And it's something that gets bypassed all too often when people launch a brand too fast, too quickly, and don't have the ducks in a row. First off, there's, there's the dream element. We feel like whatever it is that we want to put out there, it's, it's in us. It's what we want. People will just they'll love it for what it is, and that's it. And unfortunately, in a day where millions of people are putting out millions of things with an oversaturation with an excess, with a push, even the greatest things, the greatest people, the greatest projects, the greatest art is being pushed aside. That's what's important about the brand. It's not that you don't have something high quality enough. It's that the brand and what's set up around the brand strategy might not be enough to get it to be seen. I saw this a great deal in the music industry, and I brought it over into other industries where people, they have that one linear piece. It's a band. Okay, great. There's another band and they're releasing another song with another album and they want to go on another tour and they want to raise some more money so they can do more. Unfortunately, that's happening everywhere. And it goes back to that thing of as soon as you hear us, as soon as you hear our story, okay, Where does your story come in to draw interest from outside of what you're doing, to cast a wider net, to hit the array of opportunities that take you further than where you actually are? I spoke to a woman on a consult the other day. She's a musician, and she had been pushing for a while looking for band members. She didn't really have a brand of her own. She had a basic bio. She had some images and whatnot put together. But she hadn't expanded out into who she was, and she was keeping a lot of really interesting things about her hidden. She has this interesting past. She has abilities, expertise, a husband, this array of information that can draw interest, that can point back to what she wants to do inside of the music. So what I advised her, I said, you got to build that brand. You got to build that brand around what you want, what you want to do, where you want to take it. But inside of building that brand, it's also building the brand to all the backstories, to where anything can cross over, to building that interview information sheet that I've talked about in a number of episodes. Where can you go on the radio, go on TV, go on podcasts, 
as an authority of something that you actually know. you got to be an authority for what you know. There are a lot of people out there right now pushing the authority button when they need to push the learn button first. But still, what do you know? Where could you go on to a morning show and be interviewed about a certain topic? And maybe that topic isn't even directly related to you. But the person that's interviewing, the host, their call to action is find out more about this person and what they have, which is your brand and what you want to bring them back to in the first place. The soul and linear promotion of just pushing that product, that song, that album, that book, that show, that business is that old. It's gotten old. Now, when you are developing a brand, where all these subsidiary smaller pieces can stretch out and can create endurance, can allow you to share over different times of the year further and further and further with more and more stories. Now you're cooking and you're able to cook at a lesser cost. The answer isn't to have this simple, okay, here's my bio, here's my picture, here's my logo, let's just go throw money at it. It doesn't work like that. And even with the biggest companies, When the brand strategy and the story isn't correctly in place, you can have a lot of money and you can spend a lot of money, but why should anyone pick up that story? Why should anyone want to be interested in you? Why should anyone want to buy your book? Now, at the same time, by expanding that brand story, by expanding that media endurance, you keep a greater enticement to your existing fan base. So in these stories that you stretch out, in these stories that you share, somebody that's already engaged with you, somebody that's already connected with you, they don't know that story. They don't know that information about you. And in sharing that, even though they might have already bought your book, they've seen you play, they've purchased your art, they've used your business, you intrigue them with engagement of something new. In turn, that intriguing, that engaging could allow them to want to share that with somebody else. Why, if I'm already using your product or I've already purchased your product, should I just continually share that with somebody else? Especially if all you're doing is pushing that. It disrespects me as the customer. It disrespects me as the consumer. You've forgotten about me. Putting out these contests where once, once we hit 50,000 followers, we're going to do this contest. What if I'm follower number nine or follower number 1,000? Where's my reward? In, in things like that, to be able to state, hey, on April 1st or May 2nd or June 5th today, you put out something where it's, it's tied into a date, it's tied into something else, it's tied into something that shares your brand respectfully with the person that might have just come across you to the person that's known you from the start, you're doing worlds better. This level of engagement that flips the switch from telling everyone to buy, from telling everyone to share this, tell other people, tell, 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 to opening up a sense of who you are, a sense of the past, different ways for you to engage and relate with people that you might think, oh, well, this element of my past isn't important. And yet some element of your past that you think has nothing to do with your brand, your business, your product, could be everything in a relatable way that could draw somebody new in, excuse me, draw somebody that's slightly 
familiar with you to really cross over or allow the person that already knows you to want to share that and stay engaged with you or pull in someone that has no idea who you are. Now, this is why I ask a lot of people when we're building a brand the right way, not cutting the corners. When we're building a brand, I ask people about their influences, ask people about their inspirations, comparisons, things that have nothing to do with the given brand that they're doing. If they're, in, if they're a musician, I look for things that tie nothing to music. If, they, if there's a lawyer, if there's a financial advisor, I want to know the furthest thing from that. Because in the sense of relating something where somebody might feel overwhelmed by a tax expert because of taxes and the negative connotations that surround that. But one of my friends and a former client is a Yankees fan. And we've talked about, you know, let's play up the whole Yankees element both from the standpoint of Yankees fans to Red Sox haters and different, uh, you know, different stories, even Red Sox fans to Yankees haters and different stories that tie into what you love about baseball, what you love about, you know, anything. There's one, another guy I know, I, I'm amazed by him. I mean, the, the cat is like super Mensa, really just incredibly well-read. Not what you'd expect when you find out that he's a, big time wrestling fan and I'm not knocking wrestling don't get me wrong I just when I think about wrestling the marketing and the reach the last person in the world I think about is this guy in turn as he told me that I said we've got to talk about this well it's not really that interesting and most people wouldn't expect that exactly here's this guy that you just wouldn't expect to love wrestling so what wouldn't somebody expect about you what stories can you tell? What experiences did you have? What things bring about a memory or a mental engagement or something remembering or, or, or some way in, in, in a certain area where somebody might feel intimidated, someone might feel talked down to? Where can you bring them up to your level if that's not what your intention is at all? Where can you dial in someone to relate to them on the same level as you want them to work with you on your level or bring them up a level. This, this ability to stretch out your brand also dials into your content. Sharing the same old content with the same old videos and the same messaging and then trying to be funny. It's contrived and it's being seen. People can tell contrived content and it's getting easier to see because it's showing up more and more every day. To talk about things from a humorous standpoint, from an emotional standpoint, from a serious standpoint, from a silly standpoint, from things that directly relate to your brand and then the things that absolutely have nothing to do with it. This is all extending your story to get greater media coverage and get greater traction out of your brand. It's not about putting up a video to try to say, okay, well, this is going to sell tomorrow. Why? Why can't that video become a series inside of hundreds of videos? that begin to open up and share about you. And maybe one of those videos that had to do something with wrestling, where no one would expect you to be digging wrestling at all, could be shared then to somebody in media when something about wrestling comes up. Then maybe they go to interview you because you're not the typical wrestling fan. Or something about food, or something about cooking, or something about fitness. All these cross-marketing things from the things that you do the most of to the things you have no involvement in. That is who you are as a person. 
If you were trying to get into a relationship with a person in a romantic sense, would you talk about the exact same thing over and over and over again? Would you only talk about your work? In that same mindset, think about how you can stretch out and talk about things in the past. Talk about the things that you love. Talk about the things that you hate. And in implementing those parts into your brand, it expands your brand. This isn't deterring people away from your primary message. It's reinforcing your message and allowing your message to be shared by that many more people. You're not too old these days. There are a number of people. I can't tell people my age. Why not? Well, this is how this is. Yes, there was a time when it was, yes, it was an age thing. And to an extent, there's a very, you know, the big money is not necessarily going to go into certain artists that are too old. But where a female might be 45 years old and following into a dream, we're not even going to name the dream. If her brand is developed around that dream, around that business, around what she's creating, but also the brand is organized from web to content planning to the editorial calendar of that content going out, explaining about a 45-year-old empowered female that's not giving up on a dream. Doesn't that inspire other women? Doesn't that open up the doors for other interviews? Where as opposed to just pushing the same thing that people are pushing from 12 years old to 50 years old, now you're standing out because you're still going, that it still means something to you, and that maybe a whole bunch of other women that are feeling like it's time to give up or feeling like I'm too old, I can't do it, now they can look to you. And they can potentially look to you as this inspiration, even if it has nothing to do, your business or your dream has nothing to do with what they're doing. They just see you as this benchmark. In turn, could that potentially get you some daytime shows? Could that potentially garner some more media attention? Could that garner some great content that could be shared explaining that story? Absolutely. So look at the grand story from it could be your age, it could be your heritage, it can be your take on things, it can be your politics if that's the route you want to go. What makes you you? What are the discussions you have with your oldest friends, to partners, to relationships, to people that know you? Is it the same old thing every single day? I hope not. I'm doubting it. I'm guessing that you have a funny level of commentary on things that you've experienced, on things that you experience, on new things that happen. Where is that voice? Now, it's not, because, it's not taking over and trying to be this authority on pop culture or the things that interest you, but sharing why those things interest you, bringing in the aspect of your opinions, bringing in the aspects of your beliefs and why they are what they are. Now you're opening doors. In a lot of businesses, in a lot of brands, that extension in advance and that preparation inside of planning what's going to go into content, what's going to be shared, what could be downloaded from a website to make you a better interview. Is it only going to be about just your business? Then you might be in trouble because that's going to take a lot of money. And even sometimes there with a lot of money and a lot of promotion, it still might not work. But if somebody can talk to you about a lot of different things, 
things that you're an authority and things that you have an opinion on, and that all being laid out, you're in, you got a lot better shot of being able to promote yourself. And that's the thing. It's not just the promotion. It's not this singular promotion of what your product is. I've been on a number of shows where I don't talk about what I do. I talk about different aspects of pop culture. I talk about different aspects of what I'm interviewed about, what my commentary is from a, a certain situation. And then in most cases, I'm going to say 99% of the time, the host is going to close out by saying, here's LaurenWiseman.com. Here's Wait What Really Okay. If you want to work with him, you want to check out more about him, go, go here. And that's a really cool turnover because it's somebody else promoting. Yes, it might not be a sale or a pitch, and, but at the same time, it's exposure that you haven't had before in a channel you've never been on or in a channel that you've never used about things that you haven't talked about. You are deeper than you realize. You have more experience than you think. And when you only solely talk about that one thing, you know, it becomes old. It doesn't retain endurance. And then if, if the mindset is only to sit here and think, okay, I've just got to grab more money to push more ads for more stuff about my products, it'll get old and it'll get washed over. How many times when you're online, do you just pass by something or do you get tired of seeing certain ads or does it just feel almost so annoying from some of them that even if maybe the product was good, you're not going to go there because you're annoyed by them. This happens to a lot of people and maybe it even, you maybe even see it yourself. So some people could be viewing that about you. When it comes to media endurance, when it comes to the strategy of your brand, it's strategizing the opportunities of where you can go with what you have. That's a big part of it. That's a foundation. But then where else can it go? How can it continue to stay new? How can it continue to stay fresh? If you're putting out that book, congratulations. But do you need to launch the paperback, the ebook, and the audiobook on the same day? Absolutely not. When the artist guide came out, the paperback came out on one day. A couple weeks later, the ebook was available. A couple months after that, chapter one of the audiobook was available. Then chapter two came. Then all the way up through every single chapter into a downloadable version of the entire thing. I was able to also share inside of the brand strategy that I created for myself a product where there were still new products coming out. Even though it was still tied into that same product, you can do the exact same thing. It's not trying to jump everything into a 30-second pitch. Profiling uh, different items on your website or in your shop and then saying, hey, maybe just once a week I'm going to do this as opposed to just promoting the shop. What are different elements that you can do to stand out? And maybe it can feel overwhelming and maybe sometimes you can feel like you're too close to it and it's hard to see. Well, that's what a brand strategist can do. Even if you have your existing brand together to the extent that it is, a brand strategist can come in and say, okay, here's where it can be supplemented. Here's where it can be embellished. Here's where content can go. Here's where information can go. Here's where additional promoting and marketing can go. And that's not necessarily someone that's marketing you or advertising you. It's not something that they often think about. 
At the same time, to hire a publicist, the average publicist out there is going to work with what they see and that's what they're going to promote. They're not there to develop your brand. And a lot of people, they get burned by publicists. And it's not even that they got burned. They just didn't look into the whole picture. When you're hiring a publicist, their thing is to come in and try to get you as much media as possible. Now, if your media story isn't that deep, they're going to work with what they have. Or they're going to charge you more to do a strategy like this. Or some of the more honest ones will send you to a brand strategist. They'll send you to somebody like me to develop something so that it's easy for them to do the job that they do best contacting media. But if all they can do is contact media based on what you have, and it's not all that much, then the chances of the media getting in touch with you become that much less. The larger your story, the more your story can be organized, optimized, clarified, and shared in different areas. It keeps the audience refreshed. Those people that are already engaged with you, they're enjoying all this extra stuff. For the people that have no idea who you are, One of these new pieces might be the thing that flips them over and makes them join you. For the people that are familiar with you but haven't crossed over, this might be that one thing. And then at the same time, for the biggest fan in the world, you might hit them with something that now they feel really comfortable with sharing to somebody else. Remember, it is not their job to share every single post you have. If they feel like sharing because you've given them something interesting to share, they're going to do it. And the more that you pressure people to share, why should they? You lastly here, you can take the steps to be media friendly, to draw out more of that media endurance. An example is not contacting a given television station, radio station, newspaper, whoever. You need to do a story on me. That's not a great angle because everybody's saying that to them. Switching up to if you ever are looking for somebody to do commentary about X, Y, and Z. Here are some links to videos where I talk about these things. Here's a little bit more information on me. If you're ever shy a guest that's covering this and you need someone backed up really quick, uh, a backup really quick, this is what I can do. And this is what I can offer. And again, it's not just stating that. It's, it's applying this into your brand strategically so that every piece of your media sheet, of your interview information sheet, of your one sheet, of your bio, the marketing points, all of those, with all of those things together, then strategically set up so that you're slowly building different pieces to showcase that you do know what you're talking about and examples of what you're talking about, that becomes that much more engaging. You are engaging the media because you're helping them out. You're not just asking for something. You're saying, hey, you might have lost someone or you need to do some research on something. I'm here for you. Now you're helpful. That's another part of endurance, being that person to help out. So build that brand strategically if you're in the building process. Bring in that brand strategist, whether it's just to review or whether it's to help you build the foundation from the start, or maybe you've got things in a better place. You've got the brand together, but you're not getting that earned media or you're not seeing the conversions that you're looking for. You're finding that so much advertising is going out and nothing is coming back. That might be a time to talk to a strategist. It's not time to talk to someone in marketing yet. It's not time to hire that publicist. 
It's time to get it organized so that the marketing people, the publicists, the advertisers can do the best that they can with what you're giving them. Take responsibility for your content. Take the consideration that as you have a wider array of stories, you have a wider array of opportunities to share them. And while some of those stories might not have anything to do with your actual brand, your product, or what you're pushing, it can all lead people back right to where you want them to go. This is Lauren Wiseman. This is episode 60 of Wait What Really Okay? What does a brand strategist do to create media endurance? I hope you like the answer I shared with you. If you need some help, drop me a line at laurenwiseman.com. Have a great week. Wait, Wait what? what? Really? Okay.